As many of you know, about a year and a half ago, we started an associate program here, a time of being with young adults in ministry together and in discernment of their gifts. This year, our associates are Justin Hilden and Caitlin Westervelt. Justin led worship last week and is celebrating a friend's ordination in Indiana today. And Caitlin is bringing us the word of God this morning. A reading from John 1, verses 10 to 18. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Please pray with me. Dear God, may the words of my mouth and the listening ears of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Epiphany. It's kind of like an aha moment, one where the light bulb finally turns on, where everything starts to make sense. It's a moment of clarity in a time where there is none, one where you finally believe what was being told to you. The three wise men had that moment when they first saw Jesus after he had been born. They hadn't believed what was being told to them, that the Messiah had been born to this world, until they made their journey to Bethlehem to see the child who had been born king of the Jews. I've had two epiphany, aha, light bulb moments in my life that I can strongly recall. They both have happened during times that I was really struggling with my faith journey times where I hadn't felt God's presence and hadn't felt confident in my spirituality. The first time was in January of 2017, when I decided to leave college. I dropped out of my four-year Christian college, which probably would have led me to a pretty stable job in future. I left my group of friends and my favorite place on earth. I felt the need to leave without really understanding and knowing why. The second time I had this epiphany moment was when I was given the application to this job in April of 2018. I had been at a job that I was not happy with for a year and was only getting worse with mental health and my general feeling of hope for my future. Leslie and Gordon Quimby gave the application to my dad when they saw him because they thought of me when this program was announced. My dad handed it to me when I got home from work one day So I read through the questions in brochure and quickly ran upstairs and filled it out immediately. I returned downstairs and said to my mom and dad, hi, I filled out the application. I'm mailing it in tomorrow. Any questions? (laughs) They tried to ask me why (laughs) and why I felt so called to fill it out and why I would want this job and I really couldn't answer them. All I knew was that I needed to. I knew I needed to try. I knew that leaving college and applying for this job were going to change the course of my life in big ways. I didn't know if they were going to be good or bad ways, or for the better or worse. 
but they were my epiphany moments. Just like the wise men, I didn't know what to believe when these two changes came into my life. And I really didn't believe in them and God being involved in them until I saw the change they made. When the wise men were able to meet Jesus and pay their homage, they felt an overwhelming sense of joy, now being firm in their belief that the Messiah was in the world. When these two big changes came for me, I felt an overwhelming sense of relief and thankfulness, now being firm in my belief of God having my back and that I was headed in the direction he intended. So what direction does God intend for each of us? There are a few people who have shared words that helped me on my journey. I have these powerful quotes posted all around my room to remind me of why I do what I do as someone who wants to practice my faith. Barbara Brown Taylor quotes, the only clear line I draw these days is this, when my religion tries to come between me and my neighbor, I will choose my neighbor because Jesus never commanded me to love my religion. Bill Eshen says to people, I love you because God loves you and God empowers me to love you. And Walter Crouch quotes, people are people and grace motivates me to love all and seek justice for those who have been pushed to the margins. Just like how the people I quoted talk about the importance of loving others, especially those who are different than us and those who have been pushed to the margins, our scripture talks about how when Jesus came to the world, the world did not know him. He came to the world as himself, and in doing so, his people did not accept him. That's a really tough thing to imagine considering who Jesus is to us. We, as people, have a deep-rooted desire to be accepted by all people, especially our people. Grace and truth came through Jesus. He was full of grace and truth. He taught us to practice grace and truth more often and more deeply. We have all equally received grace upon grace because of his fullness. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 9, the Bible states, You shall not oppress a resident alien. You know the heart of an alien, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. Our scripture is telling us to not do harm to people who are foreign to us, because we were also foreign in our past. And what I'm about to say I cannot stress enough, as a Christian, we do not get to decide who is and who is not a Christian. God tells us countless times that we are all God's children. Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins. We all follow the same Ten Commandments. This idea of being Christ-like is one that is difficult because it's a practice. It's not something that we can just do subconsciously. Being Christ-like in our everyday life isn't easy for us because it wasn't easy for him. There's a community of people that did a really big thing a crazy thing, a reach for the stars dream kind of thing, and it's called connect.faith. It's a not-so-churchy kind of place where all are welcome to join in on conversations, book studies, listen to music, be in community, and more. It's a digital community, a digital first community, one where no matter where you live or what you do, you can be involved and access blog posts done by people like Steve Berg or listen to Debbie Bronkema interview brilliant creative minds or watch Brian Barton's hysterical and thought-provoking children's messages. I'm a powerhouse for this kind of thing. I believe in community so deeply. Everyone needs it. Everyone needs someone on their side. And I'll keep saying that word until it really sinks in. Everyone. I mean it. There's this big sentence that I share with people 
which is that Christianity is not a competition. It never has been, and it never will be. Christianity is about being Christ-like in the world as it is today. It's about loving others without barriers. It's about helping our neighbors. It's about being selfless in the selfish world. It's doing what Jesus would do in this day and age. So, seeing that we are in the new year, I want us all to think about our definition of Christianity. I want us to think about what it means to us, what it says about us, how it shapes us, and how we see it in others. One of my favorite things that my mom has continually taught me is that people will know we are Christians by our love, by how we live deeply and how we live often. In this new year, I want us all to renew our definition of Christianity with the idea of epiphany in mind. Together, we can be Christ-like Christians, now and forevermore. Amen.